Hey guys, this is Brandon Devere, and you're listening to the Learn For Two podcast. So here's the thing. After being in the real estate industry for over a decade, I realized the old model was broken. There was no way out, no end in sight. So I decided to ditch the masses and create my own opportunity. One that would put myself and others in a position to retire when we want to. This podcast is my journey to teach as many people as possible to do the same. My name is Brandon Devere, and welcome to the Learn For Two podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Episode number 40, Learn For Two podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're listening again, appreciate you, or even for the first time, definitely appreciate you as well. Thank you for taking the time uh, to tune in. So we talked a little bit yesterday about um, opportunity and being basically being so close-minded that you you don't even see it right in front of your face. And today's episode kind of goes into that as well, because one of the reasons um, that a lot of times we don't see opportunity is because we're so caught up in the tradition. And I've written articles and posts about this in the past, <clears throat> but you know, tradition overall, I mean, tradition can be a good thing. I mean, there's tradition, I mean, you know, Hank, uh, Hank Williams Jr. has a song, you know, family tradition, that one, uh, I love that song <clears throat> and it's great, but you know, there's, you know, certain things, you know, my family does, I think it's called Banya Calda. It's, uh, this, this food that not many people out of my, uh, out of my hometown in uh, Central Washington, know about even even up in you know the county over, uh, people are like, what is, what is that? It, and it's just something that we do: uh, hot pot, pot of oil, butter and garlic, and you throw food in and cook it. And that's that's basically uh, what it is. The best I can describe is like a fondue, but that's a tradition that that we have. Um, <clears throat> but you know, sometimes when we have uh, traditions that are can that we try to force and and try to battle that we <clears throat> excuse me um cannot we try to, try to force and keep in place that doesn't grow with anything um that's where it becomes challenging because what can happen is traditions can significantly hinder your growth if you do everything by tradition um you know if in you know honestly if if you go against that tradition and you try something new you will never if it doesn't work you will never live it down I mean, people will just say, I told you that that's not, that's not how it's done. That's not, that's not, not how we do it. Uh, you know, that's why it didn't work. Uh, but you know, for what really brought this home to me recently was a, a few weeks back I was reading, I was reading a book and I, now I'm not a religious person. Um, and I, I don't claim to be, I never really have been. I mean, I've had a couple stints of, of going to a couple different churches, but overall religion is just kind of not, not my deal, but I do have a rule and that is you know, I, if I don't agree with something, it doesn't mean that I can't learn from it. I'm not blocking my ability to learn based on someone else's beliefs. And, um, you know, you know, so I'm, so I basically, I was reading this book, uh, called the Pat, or sorry, the purpose driven church by pastor Rick Warren. And he was building his own church and he was basically taking, you know, ideas from a couple different churches, putting them together. And, and trying to build his own, what he felt was his religion and his church. And this is what he had to say uh, in that book. He says, we've been able to experiment with far more ideas than the average church, mostly due to the fact that we didn't have decades of tradition to deal with. So to me, there's a massive advantage for him not to have a tradition that he had to follow. Cause he said, you know, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it this way. You know, and he didn't have to adhere to these different traditions that were holding him back from what his vision was of a church. 
And the, you know, this makes me think of, of major league baseball. I used to be, I used to love baseball. Baseball was my sport. There was no way I was not going pro in my mind. That's what I thought. I watched every single Mariners game. And that's part of the reason I'm not a huge fan anymore. Cause I watched, watched them and they're terrible every year and they don't care about the fans in my opinion, but I digress. Um, <clears throat> you know, major league baseball is to me, it's, it's, it is dying as far as, as being a spectator sport. I mean, living in a town where you can bet on it uh, makes it a little more enjoyable uh, if you if you ever find yourself in front of it. Um, but as far as I mean, you look in the stands and they won't be full until until the playoffs come on. I mean, there there's a couple of games here and there, but for the most part, there's not very many fans there. And <clears throat> what happens is what's so funny about this is that there's these purists of baseball. They don't want to change anything. They don't want, you know, they, they're, they're, they fought the pitch clock for so long and all these different things and how you could make the game better. Cause it was too slow. And everyone, if you think about it, baseball is a, a traditional, like it's tradition. It's a stat based sport where everyone knows, <clears throat> you know, who, you know, when McGuire and Sosa went on the run, you know, everyone knows, uh, that, you know, Barry Bonds is the home run leader. Everyone knows that, but in football, on the other side, they're constantly changing. And I can't even remember who who I think Peyton Manning holds the record for most touchdowns. I don't know. But football is an overall more exciting sport because they've been adapting and making it more exciting um, for for people to watch. I mean, the numbers are, are crazy. People playing fantasy football, amount of people watching. And the funny part about it is that the purists in baseball, they want they don't want to change anything, but it's the only sport major sport that has a different size field and they care about the stats. They don't, you know, the, the home runs, some, some fences are shorter than others. Some walls are higher than others. Some like in Oakland, what would be a foul ball in 90% of the, the stadiums would be an out or is an out in Oakland because it's so big, but everyone, the, the purists, the, the traditionalist, it's, it's tradition, you know, so that's why, you know, when you when you lose those traditions and you can start to expand like the NFL because you are not bound by people caring about stats that much. So the point being is that is in order to see these opportunities that are in front of you, you also have to back off of the traditions sometimes in order to see because you end up instead of saying, you know, we can't do that, that's not how it's done, you you take a moment, you listen, and you see maybe this is this is how I can do it. Uh, I, I'm building what I'm doing right now. Traditionally, right now, as I'm speaking into this microphone in front of my computer, in in my home office, I would have had to go down to like a recording studio. Traditionally, now that's not the case. I can use these tools that are in front of me. Uh, and, and what I'm building right now is not built. It has traditional pillars to it in this business that I'm that I'm in, but it's evolving. And it's just today by using a non-traditional approach my team was grown by two more agents bringing the total up to 59 and they didn't even join in this country traditionally speaking that does not happen but since this is non-traditional and i'm not holding myself to those traditional you know chains that it has to be traditional i'm able to grow and i'm able, able to grow exponentially and rather quickly so that that's the point of basically not being bound by tradition. Again, not all tradition is bad. And I'm not saying tradition is bad in general, but it can definitely hinder and and limit your possibilities when you're following strict 
strict tradition. So I encourage you, if you have something going on and there, and there's little changes coming, coming through, don't, don't just throw them to the side because they are, it's not what has always been done because eventually what has always been done won't be done anymore. And you'll be left holding the bag going, Hey, what, what about this tradition thing? People will pass you by companies will pass you by and you'll be sitting there going, what happened? I thought this is how we always did it. It, it was. It's in the past. It's not happening that way anymore. Sorry, right, guys. Look forward to uh, getting with you again tomorrow to uh, end the week. And have a good night. We got some Thursday night football going on tonight. Enjoy that. Have a great one. Hey, thanks for listening. And be sure to subscribe and please leave a comment. If you'd like your free copy of Four Ways to Leverage Your Existing Real Estate Business or to apply to join my team, go to the Retired Real Estate Agent dot com for your free growth path.